0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era.
1: Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Roderick Strong. And you're listening to Going In Raw, baby.
2: What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boss. If you're watching... Going in
1: Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going in Raw. What's up?
2: This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time, and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one,
1: Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going in Raw.
0: Hey, guys. This Charlotte and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Nakamura. watching Going In the Raw.
1: This is the knockout artist, Kasia Sono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey,
2: friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell on YouTube to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We've got a brand new community tab poll. I was very curious to see what the Going In Raw community thought about Raw last night, so I put up a poll on the community tab. You can be found. Somebody asked yesterday, "How did, what is this community tab? What is this? You go to the youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and then on the tabs there, there's home, videos, playlists, and then community. community. That's the community tab. It's pretty much right in the middle. You can participate there. Uh, and then if you're listening to us in a podcast app, it goes a long, long way towards helping going in raw. If you find going in raw in your podcast app, hit subscribe and then leave us a rating review or a comment. It really, really does help and tell your friends too. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, we got a bunch of reward tiers. Yeah, we got a bunch of new uh, patrons here uh, for the past 24 hours. I'm going to give them a shout out. Cause that's yeah. what I do. Uh, Zachary Darnell, Matthew Sandoval, pump savage. That's a great name. A good name. Sounds like a W. Steve W. Or fun wrestling character. David Weberg, Rut, Rogie Flaps. That sounds like a British name. Oh, oh, who who just spilled that pint on you,
1: Rogie Flaps? Of course, it's always about a pint.
2: That's all. That's all their beef is over there. Do you see yesterday in the House of uh, Lords or House of Commons that dude stole a mace? Yeah, we were watching here together. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I watched it a couple times at home too, man. Woo, big heat on that yeah, guy. Yeah, he went into business for himself. Go home, heat. I'm, I'm not sure he might have worked. Or go himself. away, heat. He have pac heat. He has X-Pac heat. Wow. He's getting that Theresa May heat. Oh man, he's got the Teresa May rub. That Brexit, it's like the invasion angle, man. I think they botched it big time, Larson. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, IB New Japan Fan One, uh, new patron. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you for very all much. that. Yeah, we got our winter attire on. <laughs> this is and It's actually quite warm in here. Arctic action, Steve. It's here. cold outside, but it's warm in the office. I turn the heat off
2: because, and you know how that works. When I turn the heat off, it turns into the Arctic it's over the here. It's the tundra pretty much, yes. Yeah, basically. Like, there's no middle ground here. I'm sure there's a way to figure that one
1: out. Anyways. Yeah, usually the, the setting on the thermostat for the heater is set at like 70. Yep. But also the part of the problem is that thermostat reads the temperature out in the hallway and not in the actual office. Uh, and it's gonna be cold out there.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be freezing. Y'all watch this uh, on YouTube. You can see that we got the Christmas stuff going we got on this for the Christmas because the Christmas season. Oh, those are the same lights? No, I put up bigger lights. That's what I thought yesterday you were literally sitting here and I was doing it behind you. Not a care in the world with this guy over here. I like that. It means you trust me that, that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I guess for something. So. I guess it's true. Uh, I was gonna bring something up about the Christmas and then I forgot. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, so, before we get into these super chats,
1: yeah, it what was did, an improvement. What did the community? Uh, oh, sorry, tab say. They like said it was an improvement. Uh, uh, 2,900 votes. Yay, fourteen percent. That's up from like three percent, whatever it was the last. Six percent. It think was. It
2: went from six to nine. I it's think. No, maybe it went to three to six, and now it's at fourteen. Yeah, something like the that. nays, six percent. That's a big improvement. Somewhere in between 30%. There was no somewhere in between last time, so that might have been buried in the yay. Yeah, well. yeah. Uh,
1: didn't watch, don't plan to, 41%, so let's drop below half. Yeah, that's good. That's down 10. Plan to watch later in 9%.
2: That's about the same. It was at 10% last yeah. week. So it was. It was. I'll put it this way. I do feel, with, with a couple exceptions, although I do feel Nia Jax is even a bit better on that mic, the last five seconds, the last 10 seconds of Nia Jax's promo – I thought was the strongest promo work she's ever done. Yeah, probably because she
1: she gave it some fire, and that's what she lacks. Like, and she- I wonder if part of it is too is is she's so worried about memorizing lines. Yeah, I know that she yeah. forgets to play. You know about the performance aspect of it. Yeah, until it's imperative that she has to perform. That's- it that I mean like when because I seem like when she screamed. After that, it got better.
2: Yeah, it did totally. And there was only about ten seconds after that, if that, before Ronda yeah. came out. Um, in a nutshell, though, I did. I thought that Raw last night was. I'll put it this way: th- There's a lot of weird stuff going on in that Vince McMahon's head, man. Because I honestly kind of feel like he wrote a couple of really, really bad episodes.
1: Um, well, he did. But I don't. I, 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 I hesitate to say that he would do that on purpose, because to purposely tank your own show just to get heat on somebody. That's just not smart business. All right, let me let me let me play devil's advocate here. Because unless, hold on because on, I'm, one second, one second, one second, unless he's got some story in his back pocket that he's like, this is going to rebound the whole thing.
2: Well, okay, that's a possibility. It's a possibility that he's look, he's done this for a long time. He knows. Look, listen, Vince McMahon knows how to write a good episode of, of WWE. He does. He also knows how to write a bad one.
1: When forced to, he knows how to write a good one.
2: Well, here's the thing. We've said this before. Remember remember the episode of Raw we went to and you touched CM Punk's back? Shoulder. Shoulder. That was coming off the heels of, if I remember correctly, like an epically bad Raw. Everybody's crapping Mm -hmm. on it it was really bad in the ratings. So what happened? Vince McMahon shows up to show everybody how it's done. Vince McMahon wrote the one before that and he wrote the one that he was on. Yeah. So I'm not sure it's a matter of when his back is against the wall, he's all of a sudden a really good writer. I think he's he is Vince McMahon. He writes what he writes. He's probably like a lot of writers. There's good and there's bad and there's a lot of this in between. There that could be. Or it could be I don't I don't know. It's weird. Because here's the thing, you're right. It, it doesn't seem like he'd want to tank his own show for a couple of weeks. Or honestly a, a couple of month, months. A month or two and then to have it rebound, maybe he just knows, hey, this is a long game. I'm going to write ebbs and flows. Is that giving him too much credit? You really think it is? Oh, yeah.
1: Based on what we hear about how fickle he is. Fickle. How prone he is to, to change his mind on a whim. Yeah. Um. Anything that, that, that gives Vince credit for any sort of long-term planning, booking, ebbs and flows, looking ahead to the future, um, I think is giving him too much credit. Mm-hmm. I think he, he approaches this on a week-by-week basis. Yeah. And... Based on the reaction, not just in terms of uh, uh, internet outrage about how bad the product has been, ratings on the decline. He also writes SmackDown, though. Yeah, well, he has a hand in writing it. Sometimes he's not even there.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I know. But I don't know how much. Look, we don't really know. No, he does obviously seem to be a lot more hands-on, and there there does seem to be evidence to suggest that when he's super hands-on, it's not good. Yeah, there's evidence to that. Yes, maybe he's just not as hands-on with SmackDown. And who, I don't and know. We haven't
1: heard yet how hands-on he was with the show last night, as far as I know. I would think
2: that he was... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. I just... I tend to think these days with Raw, it's always him. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no evidence to the contrary. The writing so, staff
1: on Raw is Vince. Yeah.
2: Or it's a bunch of people who get, like, just rewritten to hell yeah, by yeah, Vince. Yeah, 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 um, I thought... I'll put it this way. This is my Raw in a nutshell. It was the best possible episode, for the most part that they could have written, that he could have written, based on what we've had over the last two weeks. Because you have to start somewhere, and we're starting in a really, really bad spot, and this was the best first step you well, could make did, on the first road thing he back. The he did
1: is he put the spotlight squarely on the best performer on Raw, on Seth Rollins, and had him carry the episode.
2: I was having this conversation with uh, uh, Mikey Omega last mm-hmm. night. Seth Rollins might be the best damn wrestler on the planet. He could be. He puts on, that match last night, every time, dude, how many matches he put in, under WWE restrictions? Yeah. He's putting on these takeover level matches? Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? The match on Raw last night is probably gonna be better than his match against Dean Ambrose on TLC. Yeah, it will be. Probably will be, unless that's a TLC match, but I don't think they've made it a TLC match. I think it's just a match.
2: Oh yeah, I don't know. But holy crap, that was
1: a great match. it was
2: fun. Putting the focus on Seth Rollins, exactly correct. That's a, that's a great start. I feel like Seth is already kind of moving on. He's just dropping that title to Dean Ambrose, oh, yeah. and he's moving right yeah, in that universal winning, title. He's song. winning
1: that Rumble facing Brock at Mania. Did you hear
2: the stank in his voice when he said Brock Lesnar's name?
1: That's totally happening. Yeah.
2: Which is a smart move. It is a smart move. And it might kick Raw into gear, man. Yeah. Because I think last night was a good first step. I'm, I am dreading next week a lot less now.
1: Let me ask you this. Okay. When's the last time they've really... Consistently built raw around one wrestler. I know you could say Roman Reigns, but so many times have they tried to make Reigns the guy. He gets overshadowed. Yes. I think they finally were on the right path, somewhat. Granted, he was with the Shield still, but uh, before um, he had to take his leave because um, of his, you know, dealing with his health. Um, but I can't. Maybe Punk. It's probably Punk. Well when I he would heal Punk. That show Raw was built around him. Heal Seth with the authority. Oh yeah. That was kind of built around Baldwin's him. But when's the last time was a face though? Oh God. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I mean, the, the there was a big spotlight on Punk for a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then during his run, he was he was mostly a heel during that long lengthy run. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't he didn't yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, was he mostly a heel? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was his turn on the rock then? Didn't a lot of people consider that like a heel turn?
1: No, no. He was heel long before that. Okay. All
2: right. He was fighting Ryback and stuff. Yeah.
1: Because cause he brought out the shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To That's help right. him win matches. That's right. Um, Which probably just got him over more.
2: Mm-hmm. They're, are they moving away? I, I really hope this is the case. That new Seth shirt is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's In not its bad. simplicity. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like a punk rock cover yeah. from like 1981. Yeah, it's very simple. You know? I love that. I wonder if they're going to get away from that awful logo of his. I hope so, and go towards something more like. Although
1: that. Although, what's on the back? That'll be telling. If oh, I didn't the, notice. Is there something on the back? No. If he's got his 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 same logo on the back, then I guess it's look not, it up, man. Find out. away from it.
2: Um. Here. So, oh, go ahead. So, yeah. No, I was. I'll, I'll get to the super chats in a second here. I <laughs> just I thought that raw was the was the best first step, but of course, it's a first step.
1: Yeah, and then you know you always, that new Elias shirt's pretty good. Um, but you always got to follow up on. No, it's still there. It's on the back. Oh, what a bummer. The front's not bad. Yeah, I like it. It looks good. It's the first step, but of course, with any first step, unless you followed up another quality, second step is largely for naught. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how TLC goes this Sunday and how, oh, we're going to be at the Raw. The next Raw. We're going to be there. And the Raw after that, we're going to be there. We're going to be at every Raw from now on. We're going to be like that
2: Brock Lesnar guy. We're going to be like Vampire guy. In the front with like his mom, but we're I guess? not gonna be in the Whoever front. We're just is. gonna be in like normal, like seats up in the stands. Yeah, like thirty dollars tickets, man. It's awesome. Forty-five. Nice. A couple of these super chats here, and then we'll get into the the details. Steve is undisputed. Is WWE going overboard
1: with all the burn yeah, it? Yeah, they really shortened the loop on Seth's song last night. There was like eight burn it downs in the span of ninety seconds.
2: So I was telling you this off camera. I used the PlayStation View to watch Raw um so i can like I, I wait till my new thing is i wait till 9:30 at night on the west coast feed and i watch it and i can get through it in an hour and a half by fast forwarding through commercials well about an hour and 40 whatever it is like i end up finishing at like
1: 11:50. It, it should be about 2 hours and 15 minutes 9:30 to 10:30 of commercials for every hour of, of uh, tv time is that really what it is they're actually 44 like okay.
2: minutes okay okay what did i start last night anyways maybe i started 8:30 um Oh, no, because that's right. No, I know why I was able to do it because I watched the last, like, 20 minutes live because I wanted to see that main event, which was hot. The, the View is a decent system that needs a lot of work, mm. especially in their DV, DVR system. Mm-hmm. So I, like, turn it on, and there's been times when I'm trying to watch it live or I'm trying to watch it from the beginning and catch up, and it'll just, like, skip a lot of different places mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought those burn it downs were because of no, the no there's view. no glitch
1: man there was oh just... my those were those were horrible yeah burn they it really shortened the loop of his did burn it but he he was already in the ring when it started yeah that wasn't walking to the ring that was really weird that was weird jack daddy ref
2: rich Hardesty. i just want to say thank you for all your all you do i've had a pretty rough couple of days in this community and you both always pick me up. Thanks, friendos. I was peeping in on the, well, I'm glad we we're able to help yes, you, Yes, me too. You're a great friendo. Um, I was peeping in on the over the Facebook friendover's, mm-hmm. their, their live feed of, of of Raw. And it's like, you can tell Raw has given everybody such a bad taste in the mouth that even good stuff is met with such cynicism. Oh, wow. It's met with such like, you know, whoa, what, what are they doing here? What, what old Seth is calling it, telling it like it is. He's shooting from the hip. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Pretty much Vince. Oh, no. Vince. Shooting on
1: Vince is this, what it is. This is going to get bad
2: real quick. <laughs> Brad Knight. Hey, guys, can you check your email? I sent you an idea for a charity thing. Uh, okay, Jeffrey Nguyen. Rare day off today. Slept in, played some video games, watched Bloodsport. Awesome. And now hitting back. Hitting back day. It's back hitting, day. Oh, back day for Jeffrey Nguyen. Is awesome. he in the slow that old sounds spectrum? like a great
1: day. I got back day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it
2: astros j5 read the read the article i sent you it's really good plus now the rumors favor connor and becky's corner and cormier in Rhonda's corner plus avocado toast picture dude out oh is that uh, That's devin the dude devin the dude
1: i saw the people keep on toast. telling us to
2: read stuff I'm tired of reading stuff. All right,
1: we're trying to do a live show here. We can't read articles right now. now. Uh, Mr. Blue 7 and Naya promo feels like high school drama class.
2: No, man, it feels like a customer service representative. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I I, I don't have any money in my account. Well, let me tell you something, so that's what she sounds like. Uh, Graydon Hendershot. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Ah. Ryan Rugani, do you think we'll get uh, a revival in Rollins versus Lucha House Party next week? <laughs> Lucha rules, of course. That is actually... actually—that's funny he brings up the Lucha House rules thing. Yeah. Given how... I, I i called it, I think, Kafkaesque
1: or Orwellian maybe. No, Kafka's the right thing. Kafka, it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's this thing that you're, you're stuck in something that, that tries you and makes no sense. Yeah. That's like the, the, the... That
2: is my biggest piece of evidence that Vince was... Screwing with us on purpose because there was zero rhyme or reason
1: But how many times have you heard that he just does something like that because it makes him laugh?
2: <laughs> See that's he just one.
1: does silly things. I cause, really cause hope he, that is the case because he finds it personally amusing I really hope
2: that is the case well for one thing One for one thing I kind of that that might be good for if that's the case that might be good for the revival because they played along with it so wonderfully yeah and he likes when people play along with yeah. stuff. That's why Ellsworth had such a long run with the WWE. Uh,
1: Jay Sean Lawrence, what's up with WWE and these makeshift tag teams? They've been doing this forever. They always had makeshift tag teams. What did we get last night with the makeshift tag team? Oh, Rude and Gable. They're a makeshift tag team now. Oh. Singles competitors. That well, no, really now are... they're not. No, they're I know but they were. They were. But now they have yeah. matching gear. I should have telegraphed their win. I thought, I thought that worked.
2: Yeah, I thought that worked. Yeah. I mean, it was been a, ro- a rocky road, but Rude actually. For the
1: first time since well, b- besides the time he got to see he got to say urine, mm-hmm. rude seemed happy. Yeah, relatively. Uh, bad news: Bronson RAW one thousand with Punk's heel turn. Heyman became his manager shortly after. Then the Shield bits and so on. All right,
2: very good. Did he go back to a face before he? went Yeah, after the after oh, okay.
1: after uh, Brock beat him, and he he was gone for a while. He came back.
2: He oh, a face. okay.
1: I'll have to relive those moments.
2: I really liked CM Punk.
0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Because
1: in his match against The Undertaker, he was a heel. hmm After he dropped the belt to The Rock. And then I think the following SummerSlam, he took on Brock. Yeah. And that was Face
2: Turn Punk. Let's get into this business. Yeah. Ross started, as we said, with a whole lot of Burna Downs and Seth Rollins, Seth in, the Rollins in the ring. Seth Rollins
1: already in the ring. He invites Baron down to the ring because he says, Baron, you talk too much. You need to shut up and listen. Oh. Baron Corbin comes out. Uh, <clears throat> Seth says, Baron, Ross sucks and it's because of you. Yeah, he basically takes all of the gripes that pretty much – all the viewers of Raw have had over the past two weeks. Well, essentially, Vince McMahon them. went to
2: our episode. Raw was trash. Watched it, wrote meticulous notes, wrote a script for Seth to to deliver. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, essentially, Vince shooting on himself. Vince wrote something that was criticizing his own work. Yeah, isn't there some genius there? Right? There's got to be some genius there.
1: Well, I guess if, if there's an issue, the first step in solving issue is acknowledging the issue. I think Ra, I think Vince has been through Raw gate way, way too
2: many times. Yeah. I think mean, that's probably his, be the, his brain in the key. i be the thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, Seth shouts out The Revival, saying, Why do you have a team like The Revival who should be in tag title matches in these Lucha House Party rules?
2: Yeah, make sense. it's just
1: yeah, it's just like gripe after gripe. All of it, the, everything that everybody he on says, the internet the has ratings are down. Enthusiasm
2: he mentions is down. the ratings. All He's like going in your... raw views are down. They're all down. All
1: because of Vince Baron McMahon. Corbin. No, yeah, <laughs> Baron, Vince McMahon Corbin. Baron says, "Well, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. I don't care what any of these people think." <laughs> Slow Wolfpack is here to stay. Slow Wolfpack forever. Um, here's the thing
2: also about Baron in this episode. He was damn good. He had a lot of stuff to memorize. He, and he had did fine. a lot of script to memorize. And he did, good, especially that interview with Charlie. Yeah. That was really, here's really good.
1: Baron, he's done as good a job as can be expected based on what they ask him to do. I don't think, I just don't think either himself or the creative has benefited him so much because I don't think the heat he's getting on him apart from what he says. I don't care. what These people here think that was the first like legitimate heel heat. I feel like he's gotten in a long time. Well,
2: it was, it's, it's all yeah. been
1: sit on sit on my hands heat because yeah. no one really cares.
2: What's, what's an example of a really, really good sort of supporting actor who probably really shouldn't be dabbling in lead roles. Here's a the problem. There's so many really good character actors out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sometimes when they hit that lead role, it's like, oh man, magnifique.
1: And then you watch it, you're like, mm, yeah, they really can't carry a movie.
2: Yeah. Right. That's what he. That's what he is. He's actually a really, really good now, supporting if, member. If, if
1: Baron was the B story throughout, um, still doing a lot of the stuff, it wasn't the constant focus of Raw. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be so bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If there was like a true like monster heel like a Drew McIntyre. That was the focus of the A story. And maybe we'll get that now that he's done yeah. with, with yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Maybe.
1: And Baron at most would facilitate instead of uh, be there in orchestrating this mess of a Raw every week.
2: Like when Miz is really good as a heel. Um, he's as an instigator. and, and He's an instigator, not mm-hmm. necessarily like, yeah, the focal
1: point. He's Oh, that's one great thing about Seth later on. So uh, Baron tells Seth he's going to put him through hell next week after TLC when he's permanent full-time uh, GM. Seth says he wants to fight. Um, Baron referenced earlier that he wanted to beat a TLC match, but since Braun probably wasn't going to beat a t- TLC it wouldn't happen. Seth says, "Why wait till Sunday? Let's yeah. do a TLC coward. match now." Coward. And Baron says no, and then coward, 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 coward. Fight, fight!
2: You want match with me? I'm slow, Wolfpack. Totally, you match me totally tonight? Thing. It was good. <laughs> I liked it, man. Seth, Seth can do no wrong, Larson. Yeah, man. Seth Rollins
1: can do no wrong. Coward. 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 Fickle. 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 Uh, so Baird finally agrees. He says, I'll have TLC match with you, but it will be for Ick title. I want Ick title around my
2: waist shoulder. So there it was set, which was it. Dude, this felt like one of those things. Now that move felt like back against wall. Like, yeah. oh man, we've been crapping the we bed. We deliver with an awesome. main What event do we tonight? need to do?
1: TLC main
2: event. TLC's coming up. Let's just put TLC tonight. Well, it's not
1: just that. You get the TLC match to close the show and you get someone actually stepping up, someone who's really popular, who's got the the cachet to step up to this uh, corrupt authority figure. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. They're positioning Seth as as the stone cold to Baron Corbin's Mr. McMahon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next backstage brief Seth Rollins interview where he's asked is this really a good idea having this TLC match when you're so close to your match against Dean Ambrose at the TLC show Mm -hmm. and he goes well sometimes you're a champ and you got to prove your bona fides to be champ this is that one of those times so no I don't regret anything yeah man they need to
2: give that guy the universal championship Uh
1: uh-huh they're going to right they kind of have to they're gonna do that
2: right I feel feel like they kind of have to
1: he's the guy he's got to be the guy
2: could you imagine if he Iron Man that uh that Royal Rumble Came out first because of Baron Corbin. Lasted all the way to the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Burn it, boy! I crowd, burn it. People love Seth, man. Burn, they do. Burn it. Next, uh, Authors of and Drake Maverick in a handicap match, but for the tag titles, taking on Bob Roode and Chad Gable. Finally got final a form. Rose, final form. Tights. Yep. Gable looked good, man. Yeah, he looked good. They look and they, but
2: they both kind of looked happy. We've seen them have zero chemistry, now they kind of oh, have a you know, total A little bit of chemistry. Yeah,
1: winning, that'll do it. We should have known uh, based on two things before the match even started. Rude and Gable were winning. One, Authors of Pain and Drake Maverick got Jobber's entrance. Yeah. Didn't even see them come down to the ring. Yeah. Two, Rude and Gable had matching gear. That should have telegraphed to finish this match totally. Um, it was a bit of a scrum, a messy scrum towards the end. Authors of Pain hit a neck breaker powerbomb on Chad Gable who was in to break some stuff up. Drake Maverick, after pitting Bob Rude last week, was all tag me in. Mm-hmm. I want to finish this. Mm-hmm. But since Chad Gable wasn't the legal man, who he had just eaten that finisher. Maverick couldn't pin him, so we had to go to Rude, who had eaten a super collider like 90 seconds prior. Uh, Bob Rude, uh, an expert at playing possum, was laying there. Drake, with a nonchalant pin tempt, Bob Rude rolled through to a cradle, gets the win. New tag champs, Bob Rude, Chad Gable.
2: That toss of Drake Maverick was...
1: Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome.
2: That little dude went flying. He went flying. That was great. Um, it's funny because after the match, they went to commentary, and you see in the background Drake Maverick walking up with Authors of Pain. My only, The only sad bit about this is that they number one. They need to. They need to get Drake Maverick away from Authors of Pain. Yes, and, and
1: hopefully this is the catalyst
2: for all that. I, I was really hoping we'd get that at the end of the match last night mm-hmm. because he's the, he's their problem.
1: Yeah. Um. Bring back Paul Ellery. He has the algorithm.
2: Well, that's factual. Uh. And here's the thing. If if Seth Rollins calling out the the revival last night, um, and saying how great they are and and they're doing this Lucha House Party stuff, if that puts the revival in sort of a a, a thing with Rude and Gable. Well oh, it'd
1: be fantastic.
2: That has the potential to be fantastic. And if you look at the landscape now with Rude and Gable sort of being an actual tag team and not just like mm-hmm. this awkward thrown mm-hmm. together thing. Mm-hmm. You have that, if the authors are paying get rid of Drake Maverick. You got the revival if they book properly and Lucha House Party, who we really, really oh, like they're really good. That's four really, really solid tag yeah, teams. Yeah. They can that's to build a, around. that's a hell of a foundation. Well then right you,
1: there. you have Authors of Pain bring back Paul Ellering, yeah, for them. I know um, to give them that gravitas, yeah, what they are severely lacking right yeah. now, and have to give them the story of having to rebuild themselves under uh, Ellering's stewardship. Mm-hmm. That'd be really good. Yeah, they're like the end boss that whoever eventually is champion going to Mania has to beat. Yeah, either to cement their reign or to get destroyed. Yeah, uh, they mentioned kind of in passing that Finn Balor was injured but uh, PW and just says he's sick. Oh, okay. That's okay. But he's out of the mixed match challenge. Uh, Apollo Crews replaced him, Bailey's partner.
2: Yes. Yeah, boy. That's been a that's been a game.
1: There's been of a, lot of a lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers in the uh, chairs teams there. this year. Uh next, a Bob Rude and Chad Gable interview backstage. Very excited. Rude seemed actually happy. Mm-hmm. He seemed actually happy, so.
2: So that's good. I think they're going to kill it with this tag team. I, I think so. they're going to have these. Especially Pro if they go to
1: program with a revival, that it would be stellar matches.
2: Boy, could you imagine that? Ooh, give like a twenty minute Did main we event. See, we saw some. We saw revival versus American Alpha. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably good matches too. Uh, next, an Italia promo.
2: This is the okay. So here's the thing. Some of this was kind of confusing. Yeah, it was super confusing. Um, she really wants to put her. Her One of her roadblocks is the Montreal Scrooge. I don't understand that at all. I don't get that at all. Because, like, Owen was still there. Her dad was. Sti- no, he was already in WCW, wasn't he? Who, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, no. Did he go after? I think he went after job? because he was a member of the Heart Foundation. Oh, yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah, he, he totally was. was. So he went to WCW afterwards. Yeah.
2: But, you know, her other uncle, Owen. Was still, was still in. He was still there. Yeah. And then they had all the reason to push another member of the Hart family because of his, you know, how he passed. So that was a little, that was a little, it longing. was a head
1: scratcher. I the crowd, that.
2: the crowd kind of went, huh? And collectively. Yeah. Went, what? Montreal yeah. Screw job. Cause that's what she said. She was talking about how Ruby Wright had said that, she you said, know, like the, she had it easy. Yeah. She, she just got gifted her spot in the WWE and she said, I've had to fight for everything. Remember the Montreal screw job, which yeah, everybody loves to talk about that. Um, but yeah, that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. That being said, uh, she did the best she could with a promo that was, I mean, it was decently written if it would just didn't make a lot of sense. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, but it was a decent. It was all right. So then Ruby Riot comes out. She gives us off a Well, first, promo no, back.
1: hold on, hold on. Uh, Natalia says she's dedicating her back to TLC mm. to her dad. Mm-hmm. Then Ruby Riot comes out and the other two members of the Riot Squad are carrying something with like a blanket over it or a yeah. tablecloth. cloth. Yeah. They kind of prop it up. And Ruby delivers a promo. She takes the cloth off and it's a table. With Jim the Anvil Nightheart's picture on it,
2: so it's like a, one of those. What do they call them, fatheads? Yeah,
1: the stickers. Yeah, yeah. That's like on the table. Mm-hmm. I laughed out loud, and she said, "TLC, you're going to be closer to your dad than you've ever been." Oh god, yeah. It was it was really tacky, but it was pretty damn funny too. It was kind of surprising because
2: I didn't know it was going to be under that under that cloth. I was like, "What is under that cloth?" It's like a picture. Of, it was a table with him on it. Yeah. <laughs> It was so stupid. Yeah, it's not good. And Ruby Wright is so above that Yeah, because she's a really good wrestler. Yeah. But, hey, I'm just glad that she has a damn match. There's like 11 matches booked for TLC. I know. I know. There's a lot. Are these all going to be like three-minute matches? show matches? Lightning round matches? I don't know. Anyways, uh, after that business, uh, let's see here. We had a Dolph iPhone promo.
1: This oh. is a decent promo. Yeah, here from he kind of. I can't remember who mentioned this on Twitter, but he kind of regurgitated the Roman. I'm not a good guy. I'm not oh, why guy. would he do that? I know. Yeah. Yeah. His delivery was okay, though.
2: Yeah. Is he, he's going to be gone for a while, isn't he?
1: No, I think his, his, his stand up tour is in conjunction with dates, wrestling dates. Because, like, the Phoenix Show is the weekend of Royal Rumble. Oh. I'm guessing. And there's only a handful of shit. I was
2: just thinking, like, is he going to take like a couple of weeks off or something because of, like, the beatdown Drew gave him at the end of that match? Oh, maybe. And the fact that there's nothing for him to do. We don't even know if he's a
1: good guy or a bad guy. Well, here's something, say. let's say Finn. Regardless of what he says. Finn's illness, say it keeps him out longer than expected, I think this drops Dolph in that match at TLC. Oh, yeah, true. you could do that, I guess. And he yeah. can always get involved in that. Dolph needs to
2: take some time off, man. Call somebody up. He
1: should come back as his, his stand-up comedian gimmick.
2: That'd be good. No, early '90s stand-up gimmick. That's what that should be his thing. Like right. he has a his his Tron is a brick wall. Yeah, It says improv on it. A
1: neon <laughs> like a neon sign that says improv. But like above it is whatever city they're in. Yeah, exactly. San Antonio improv. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Single spotlight. Yeah. Stool. Mike. Uh, Mike stand.
2: Sports coat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But with like a t-shirt underneath. What did they used to? That's what he wears anyways. Yeah. What did they used to wear? Or like
1: uh, just like a button up, but not like buttoned all the ball way. Jacket? No, no tie. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're going the, the the Andrew Dice Clay route, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh but man. didn't
1: uh, he used to wear fingerless gloves, right?
2: Oh, Dice. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was the man for like a half second, and then he like said some rude stuff or something. <laughs> I don't know what he said. Didn't somebody leave Siren? Like Laura Dunn? No, Nora Dunn, like left Siren Live. For that week and then got fired because she like didn't want to do it de- like the episode he was on. Wow. I don't remember that at all. I have an odd. I have like I have that big ass Saturday Night Live book. It's fascinating. Oh yeah. No I need to check that out. It's like one out. of the
1: only books I've ever read all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I've read a thousand books halfway.
2: <laughs> uh, so then we had the Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler match. Drew McIntyre is amazing.
1: Yeah. His interview beforehand was good and he was taking great relish in destroying Drew. Yeah. Or, he sorry, was. Dolph.
2: That smile of his is great. I liked his interview too. He says, "You know, everybody has to lose at some point." Yeah, all the greats have he brushed, lost. He essentially
1: just brushed off a loss. To Dolph. Yeah,
2: I like that. That's good. At um, least they
1: addressed it. Um, uh, he, Drew was dominating the early part of this match, um, so much so that uh, even though Dolph shoved Drew into the ring post, Dong, mm-hmm. they get back in the ring. Dolph goes for a super kick, and he just collapses. He can't do it. He yeah. does eventually hit a zigzag, musters up enough fortitude to do that. Drew kicks out at two and then Dolph sets up for a super kick. Instead just eats a Claymore right to the right to the face. Yeah. Right to the face.
2: Yeah, that was great. I love those like these short Short claymores. distance yeah. claymore yeah, is great. They like, come out of nowhere. When you can say that comes out of nowhere, like a giant six foot five man who jumps to the height of a person's head, launches himself six feet up in the air,
1: like horizontally from a standing position. From a standing position, it's damn impressive. It's pretty impressive. It is very you know. impressive. Um, so Drew wins after that, and then he starts destroying Dolph, and it culminates with him hitting a claymore when um, Dolph's head at least kayfabe-wise, hit the LED board.
2: Yeah. And he's got this really nasty smile on his face. Man, well, he's like on the ground and... Yeah.
1: Looking at Dolph in the face and smiling. It was Man, great. I, Sinister.
2: I don't know what Adam Pierce's finishing movie is, but it looked like he was about to dull one out because he was
1: yelling at Drew. Oh, yeah. And Pierce is a big dude. Yeah, he was, but he probably <laughs> eating a <the> Claymore, too.
2: <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: next, Bailey versus Alicia Fox. This is actually quite a bit of fun once Apollo Crews came down the ring, especially. Um... That bit where Sasha is telling Apollo, hey, pick me up and throw me into everybody. Yeah. That was fun.
2: Boy, oh boy.
1: Did you see the comments
2: on. So, like, WWE.com or their Twitter account posted a GIF uh-huh. of Apollo picking her up. Now, I'm not a wrestler. I don't know where your hand's supposed to be. I imagine it's supposed to be between the thigh mm-hmm. and, like, you know, your front area. His finger was like. <laughs> and it was, the comments were just hilarious. <laughs> freaking hilarious. So yeah, and yeah, just
1: a little awkward, but it was a great bit. It was a great bit. I didn't notice that part it. was of it, a great bit. It was a great bit.
2: <laughs> anyway, it's wrestling is so silly. It is. It's so silly. It is silly. So you have to appreciate the sillier moments.
1: Um anyways, Bailey picked up the win after all that with the uh, Bailey to Belly. Short, fun match. Yeah, no, it was cool. I liked
2: it. And I like, dude, freaking Jinder can do no wrong for me these days. He's so great. Everything, every time he's on camera, he's got that crazy looking face of his. It's mm-hmm. just so much such personality. A great
1: face. Uh, after that, Dean Ambrose. Hey, sorry. What? Perfect example, though.
2: A guy who's such a great supporting guy that you don't yes. want, you know, he was the lead heel on
1: SmackDown for like a year or Didn't six exactly months, work, but when he's a... Uh, if he, a solid mid-card heel. Yes, it's a perfect, yeah. perfect spot for exactly. Uh, next is Dean Ambrose interview where he spent much just as much time sneering as talking. Yeah, almost. He almost said
2: the s-word too. Yeah, can't do that, man. You're on YouTube.
1: Um, he, they seem to have gotten away from the vaccination stuff, at least. Apart from uh, mentioned during the video package they rolled, they rolled like an entire retrospective of the Dean Seth this view was in the really middle of the long. interview. It was like, and yeah. afterwards, he just stood there.
2: So is. Basically, the only thing we're getting out of this Dean heel turn is a gold chain and the bean jacket. jacket. That's kind of it. It's like the fifth jacket he's gone through. Yeah, during the course of his heel turn, he finally (laughs) found the right jacket to. (laughs) Because he says a whole lot of nothing, and that's a problem. Yeah, I know it's a massive, (laughs) massive problem. (laughs) It's a big problem. Hey, but come Sunday, he's gonna have that IC
1: title. So maybe,
2: if he gets into a thing with Elias, maybe, you know, maybe that'll be a thing.
1: Well, he needs, Elias needs to get this thing with Bob Lashley because he's, he's still in the midst of that. Because um, next, he had a promo. He actually told people to shut their mouths. Yeah. But I don't that was like just muscle memory.
2: I like that, I here's the thing, as long as he still keeps on calling somebody trash, and in this case it was LA. Yeah, the city of Los Angeles, yes. Because at first I was like, oh man, don't praise the city, but then he said, I'd much rather be here than that trash town, L.A. I was like, oh, that's funny. Okay.
1: You're well, good. he would say stuff normally in his heel days. He would say stuff like, well, I'm happy that all the San Diego sports teams moved to Los Angeles. Instead, he right. put that heat on Bob Lashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said, I'm happy to be here rather than that trash city of Los Angeles, or mm-hmm. whatever his exact phrase was. Yeah.
2: So that was good. As long as you keep on calling something trash. That, that's yeah. like an interesting tack. Like, well, I'm not in that town, so I can call him trash. What happens when he goes to L.A., though? Well, Find out. Find out then, I guess.
1: Uh, So he started singing a song. He's interrupted by Bob Lashley and Leo Rush. He has match against Leo Rush. He Slater comes out as referee. This is the first match he has refereed since uh, being appointed to that position.
2: Okay, so hold on a second, though. What? One of the earlier matches, maybe it was Drew Dolph, maybe it was AOP. I think it was the tag team match. I didn't I've never seen that other ref before. There's no, another ref notice. who looks like Heath Slater. Oh, no, I didn't notice. Yeah, it was weird. Hmm. And I notice. didn't I didn't think it was him. I was just like, "Oh, that's weird." Like he's a dude, I don't know his name. I'm You go ahead. I'm going to look this up. Anyways, you be curious now.
1: So at one point uh, Elias <clears throat> hits a powerbomb on Leo Rush.
2: Oh, that's what I was going to say. Number one, there's two things. Uh number one, Heath Slater looked really good as a ref. Like yeah. he looked like a ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, Leo Rush has a match on Raw. I know. That's pretty cool. How great is that? Yeah. That's awesome. You got to
1: show off a little what he can do. Um, anyways, Elias hits a powerbomb on Leo. Uh, Lashley runs in, breaks up the pin. Heath doesn't call for the bell. Right. Lashley gets in his face, tries to intimidate him. And, and so Slater's like, all right, well, just do whatever you, whatever you want to do. Like this guy. It was like an amalgam of Dean Ambrose and <laughs> yeah, D. Slater. Slater, right? Yeah. But I've never seen that guy yeah, before. Yeah, I don't recognize him either. Right? Weird. Um, Lashley hits a spine buster on Elias, and then uh, Leo gets the guitar from ringside, gives it to Bob. Lashley destroys the guitar of Elias' is back, Leo covers him, and Slater kind of hesitantly goes down, makes the pinfall. Mm-hmm. Leo Rush wins. Yeah. And that would come into play as well in the main event, but first we had a... Backstage segment between Baron Corbin and Heath Slater. Baron? Heath Slater's just doing this because he's got kids. Yeah,
2: I, I I really like It's sort of a new spin on the NWO referee. Mm-hmm. It's reluctant guy who's got but a job. But at a certain
1: point, it's got to be Heath Slater who uh, tears down this entire house of cards that and Baron Corbin has built.
2: And it's going to be – I hope they really build that nicely. I mm-hmm. hope they just don't do it at TLC yeah. or whatever. I hope they build that night because that crowd will explode for Heath Slater and maybe give him a second chance at, you know, a good run. I
1: thought like five years ago that Heath Slater would be the ultimate underdog character. I know.
2: Oh, it's great. It is. That that whole, I I really, I'm really kind of sad that they never really ran more with that.
1: They didn't know what to do once they put those tag titles. Yeah,
2: they didn't. They didn't. They really should have had him chase him more.
1: Uh, next, Alexa Bliss walked down the ring. I don't think she said anything before. She literally
2: didn't say a word. They had her in, like, um, before they went to commercial, she was talking to that redhead uh, production guy, uh, but she wasn't, you know, the commentators were talking, so yeah, it was, she like, silent. Mike, yeah. um, and then, yeah, there was no...
1: No Ask Alexa.
2: No Ask Alexa. So, we,
1: so she didn't answer our question.
2: So sometime between Raw Preview and that segment going live, Vince rewrote it. Hmm. That's got to be the only explanation the
1: right? Plan was for X ask Alexa not happen
2: That's such a specific thing though for them to like hey let's It might do have
1: this. been something you thought was funny cuz Alexa is the, the Personification of those uh, Amazon devices. Oh sure. <laughs> and so we just thought oh, let's do a segment called X ask Alexa. That'd be funny
2: Wait, what did you just say? Oh, I was talking to my Alexa. I want her to play some human League. Uh, what? Alexa bliss
1: no, Vince. no, it's my echo. My Amazon echo.
2: There's no echo in here. The
1: AI is named Alexa. The-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's write that in the thing. Probably.
1: That's exactly <laughs> how it went down. Anyway, she's interrupted immediately by Nia Jackson, and Tamina. And then Nia drops a promo that is is at first not that great. She screams. It gets better. But then it ends because Ronda Rousey uh, interrupts her. Correct. Ronda says about two words. And then uh, Ember Moon comes down. She has a match against Tamina. And Ember Moon wins that match against Tamina with an eclipse. Oh, I can watch that eclipse it's the best, it's the best all day finisher. long. It's the absolute best. I can best watch finisher. that
2: all day long. Just eclipse. Somebody, would somebody please do a supercut? Yeah,
1: supercut eclipse supercut. Please eclipses, eclipses. Yes. Uh, next, eclipse. Baron Corbin interview right before his match against Seth Rollins in the main event.
2: This was this is this was good. I was I was paying. I don't know why I was paying particularly close attention. I was like, man, because I was thinking to myself, these people. They have to learn so much dialogue in such a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. And this interview is fairly lengthy. And he did not only did not stumble, not only did he not look for his lines, he was really adding to the material with his performance. That should be applauded. That mm-hmm. is impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Main event, Seth Rollins, Baron Corbin, later uh, TLC match. Uh, Heath Slater's a referee. Again, looking very sort of dejected. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's in like this. I'd rather of be
2: in this match. Not as referee, but, but as, as participant, competitor.
1: so I can be Intercontinental Champion, too. and
2: I could feed my kids. Oh man! So we got to talk about this too a little bit because this whole Renee Young Corey Graves thing is damn near. It's it's I don't even, even want to listen to commentary. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, it's and not it's good relentless. Anymore. It's, it's so good. relentless. Like he just at, and at one point like, you, I don't know. I feel like. And I think it's making her commentary worse Mm -hmm. because there are a couple of times like during this this final match, uh, this main event. At one point, Baron was like climbing the ladder, like really slow towards the finish. And she was like, he's really taking his time. And Michael Cole corrected her and said, no, he's selling his injuries or something like that. He didn't say selling. He said something along the lines of, well, no, he's had her. Yeah, 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 he must be really hurt. And like, I think having to play this character of Dean Ambrose's wife, who's always dealing with Corey Graves' incessant Mm. badgering Mm -hmm. is throwing her off what I think could be a decent commentary Yeah, no, I think you're right. You know, having Vince in your ear trying to perpetuate this story, which I speculate is probably what's happening. Yeah. That's got to be like... Well, the
1: issue is the story's not going to go anywhere.
2: It's not going to... Exactly. And here's the problem. They might try to make it go somewhere, and Mm -hmm. that would suck, Mm because I don't want to see that story. Mm -mm. That's Mm -mm. terrible. Mm Because at one point she was like, yes... If Dean wins the Intercontinental Championship, my house will get a bigger paycheck. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear that. No, she's out there. Do her job. Let her do her job. In my mind, I want to think that Dean Ambrose, like, on TV, is like a single crazy guy who lives in the alley with
1: his Bane coat. Or at least think they're married, but while they're married and he's heel, he lives in the shed in the backyard. Right, exactly. He definitely seems like a shed dweller. Whereas she occupies the house, yeah, and maybe they'll 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 get together on his birthday. They'll take an awkward picture, and put on Instagram, mm-hmm. and beyond that, mm-hmm. maybe have a meal together once a day, awkwardly right. on the patio, right? So he just come in the house and pee in a corner, <laughs> right? I
2: did appreciate though, earlier. I forget what during which match. Maybe it was, uh, I forget which one it was. Corey Graves made a, a Rocky reference, and he said that even though number four is the best, this is like what happened in number two or something like that. <laughs> And I was like, there is no way Corey Graves thinks that Rocky Four is the best Rocky. What is the best Rocky? Four is the most enjoyable. Yeah, but the, number one is the best yeah, actual yeah. film. One's probably the best one. Yeah. yeah. Four is the, I don't know, three is the most enjoyable. Three or four are the most enjoyable. I grew up on four, so for me, four is the no, most enjoyable. No, me too, but I was also, four was up there with traumatizing movies like Robocop. Mm-hmm. Because Because of Apollo Creed, yeah. I loved Apollo Creed. Oh, he's great. Apollo, and especially because like my big movie was Rocky Three. Where Apollo was ally. Yeah. He helped train Rocky I know. to beat. Apollo Creed's terrifying. such a great
1: character. He's a
2: great character. I haven't watched any of the Creed movies. I kind of want to. I know. I want to as well. But nobody can be Carl Weathers. I know. Man, he's so good. Heck yeah. I really wish he would show up in Creed as like a Obi-Wan Kenobi character, like a Spectre.
1: Yeah, but his character from Arrested Development, right?
2: Well, it's a combination of Arrested Development and Happy Gilmore uh-huh. when he had the the missing hand. Yes. Tubs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And then an when, amalgam, he goes, yes. when he goes to heaven, he's got his head. Look, happy? I got my hand back. <laughs>
1: Carl Weathers is great. He's a man. He is fantastic. Uh, where did I leave off? Oh, yeah, he's Slater, referee. Um, fun match. At one point, Slater is hit with a chair. I looked away, so I didn't see who hit him. Um, and uh, down the outside, Seth escapes an end of days. Um, Seth sets up Baron on a table on the outside, goes to the turnbuckle, hits a frog splash. Seth scales the ladder. Slater pushes the ladder over. Um, and then Heath goes down. He's like, oh, now I got to do this. Goes down to the outside of the ring, helps Baron up, throws him back on the ring. Come on, Baron, come to. Yeah. Get up that ladder. Uh, Baron starts to go up the ladder. Um, uh, Rollins comes in, takes out Slater with a kick, I think, uh, grabs Baron off the ladder. Buckle bombs him through a table, and then uh, gives Slater—oh, this is where he gives Slater a super kick. Mm-hmm. Baron starts to crawl towards Seth, stomp. Seth climbs the ladder, grabs the Intercontinental title. He wins.
2: Boy, that crowd is hot. This is a really, really, it's a really good, good, good match. match. Probably be better than this match at TLC. Probably. But, man, this was so good. It was fun. You give that ball to Seth Rollins. He will oh run with it. Oh, my God, he'll run We've with it.
1: We've yet never seen the full potential of a face Seth Rollins. I know. In a high-profile thing like this. crowd, like, dude, crowd's going to go ape when he wins that universal
2: title. They better do it. Yeah, they got to. Man. They don't. Like, it, that's that's what always sort of cracked me up. Is that I know uh, Roman has a great look. Mm-hmm. And media-wise, like, he's one of the top guys. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why they never really, like... Try and put all that energy into Seth.
1: I wonder, in my mind, one of the great wrestling what ifs instead of having Seth turn if they'd had Roman turn. Yeah. Yeah. They could have had their cake and eaten it Mm -hmm. too, man. Mm -hmm. Because then that face, eventual face turn would have been
2: huge.
1: Yep. Yep. Huge. Yep. Show ends anyways. Dean kind of walks out to the the ramp, sneers at Seth a bunch, and the show ends.
2: Oh, that's funny. I missed that.
1: This is what Dean does now.
2: He has like fart face, yeah. But with Bane Jacket. Yeah. Oh, let the games begin. I wish you
1: just wear that mask the entire time. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Do something new, man. Be new. Be new. Be new. Be new. Anyways, let's do SmackDown Preview. I'm shaping that to be a fun show. I can't wait.
2: Jason Dwyer here in chat, real quick, said, I don't know, Steve, the Creed movies are pretty good.
1: I'm sure they are. No, I've heard
2: great things about them. Tell me they can't be made better with a Spectre Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is like John Goodman or who else? Uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, and then in the role of wrestling, who do we say makes everything better? Oh, did we have a, a wrestler that fills that that role? Isn't that what we were talking about yesterday?
1: Yeah, but I don't think we ever got to wrestlers though. Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, Seth Rollins. Charlotte Flair meets Asuka in a WrestleMania rematch. WrestleMania 34 in April, Charlotte Flair ended Asuka's two-and-a-half-year undefeated streak. Tonight, she'll have the chance to make it 2-0 against the Empress of Tomorrow on SmackDown Live.
2: SmackDown Live. Both
1: superstars will challenge Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship in the first-ever Women's TLC match. After a heated contract signing, the two were forced to team up against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, but they did not get on the same page and tasted defeat. After Charlotte kicked Asuka in the head, seemingly by mistake, and Oscar responded by kneeing flair in the face. Who will win this WrestleMania rematch? Oscar. Yeah, it's gotta be Oscar. It's gotta be Oscar.
2: The Usos and Bar to clash in a rap battle hosted by The New Day. Oh, it's oh, Wale in his. So it's not a three-way rap battle. Oh, I wanted Wale in this. Yeah, man. Damn it. As the triple threat match for the SmackDown Tag Team titles at WWE TLC draws near, the bad blood between Bar and The Usos is about to boil over. It may do just that tonight on SmackDown Live when the two teams meet in a rap battle hosted by The New Day. We've seen Theuso's spit rhymes in the past, but the lyrical stylings of Sheamus and Cesaro are unknown to the WWE universe. What kind of bars will Thee Bar bring? <laughs> bring? They're a writer. They're a writers yeah. on that one! They'll
1: bring The Bars. Jeff Hardy to address Samoa Joe's public service announcement last week on SmackDown Live. Jeff Hardy reignited his rivalry against Randy Orton one week after the Viper unleashed a brutal assault on Rey Mysterio. However, just after Hardy dropped Orton with a back suplex and the announced table in the center of the ropes, looking to crash down on the Viper, Samoa Joe suddenly appeared on the Titantron from a bar, callously mocking the charismatic Enigma and keeping him distracted long enough for Orton to level his opponent with the RKO for the victory. As Harvey recovered, Harvey, Jeff Harvey. Let's take a look at superstar Jeff Harvey. As Hardy recovered, Joe added insult to injury by mocking Hardy with a public service announcement on the dangers of drinking in excess. Mm. In response, WWE.com has learned that Jeff Hardy will address Samoa Joe's public service announcement tonight on The Blue Brand. Naomi goes
2: one-on-one with Mandy Rose. A war of words on social media will turn physical during SmackDown Live as Naomi takes on Mandy Rose. The back and forth started when the Golden Goddess took to Twitter to point out Naomi's recent shortcomings, especially in the Mixed Match Challenge with her husband, Jimmy Uso. Naomi wasted no time in responding, telling Rose to mind her business. But after Sonya Deville got involved, SmackDown General Manager Paige told the superstars to settle their differences in the ring. Will Manny Rose prove herself right, or can Naomi move past her recent losses and shut the Golden Goddess up? Find out tonight on SmackDown Live at 8, 7 Central on USA
1: Network.
2: So, time for questions.
1: Time for questions. Uh, Ryan Rugani, can Undertaker ask Vince about Seth's comments?
2: About Seth, oh, can Undertaker ask Vince? Vince? Yes, Mark? I'm confused. That boy, Seth Rollins, who's terrific by the way, he's like the John Goodman of wrestling. He makes everything better. Well, he was talking crap about Raw but you write raw. So he was just talking crap about you, but then you wrote what he said. I'm confused, Vince.
1: How can I help you, Mark?
2: Did you not hear what I said? Please explain yourself.
1: I don't have to explain myself
2: to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fine, Vince, and I'll put you down like a dog. Never seen You never
1: said that, Mark. Robert Alomar, Adam Mayhem, the champ. I am here. Breaking news. What's the breaking news? What's the breaking news? Is the breaking news that he's here? Oh, maybe. Nate Williams. You set off my Amazon Alexa crazy for 15 minutes saying Alexa about hot dogs and stuff.
2: Oh, okay. Alexa, play the Human League. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) The Mark of Steel with almost every team on the Raw side of the Mixed Match Challenge being changed up and subbed out. Is Smackdown Live guaranteed to win at this point? It's know. Carmella and our truth. Yeah, yeah. It's so, Carmella yes. and they're totally because totally. they can, like, you, the, the men's rumble doesn't matter if you come out at 30. Because that's going to win because you're going to come out at number one or two. Mm-hmm. Carmella, it, she totally comes out at number 30. Mm-hmm. She's a hot star, man.
1: Donovan Dean, can we switch jobs? I hate mine.
2: What's your job? Is your job comic book uh, artist, publisher, something like that? Happy the Cynic. Does Heath, does Heath Slater becoming a referee confirm that no matter the outcome of TLC, Baron Corbin will still be an authority figure?
1: Probably, probably, probably going to keep on going. Yeah, at least till Mania or Rumble. Nate Williams is the mixed match challenge season two cursed with all the injuries and replacements. I think Joe Juarez makes a good point. He says he says if there's a mixed match challenge three. It probably won't be round robin. I think that's mm-hmm. the issue. It'll mm-hmm. be single elimination again. Yeah, that's a good point. uh Josh Little, they need to stop calling naya the face breaker. Yeah, it's their thing. They'll I... probably drop it when she loses to Ronda. Yeah. Uh, Josh, again, I sent you something. It'll be there December seventeenth to twentieth. Awesome.
2: Look Woo! forward to it. Nice. Thank you, Josh. Yes. Thank you, uh, Alex Foster. Instead of better, what would you do to
1: make Raw hilariously bad worse? Um, at, at the beginning of every episode, they have like, like a spin the wheel, make the deal thing. But instead of match stipulations, as people who trade gimmicks. Oh,
2: that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. See, that's the really good idea. Oh, okay. They Sorry. should implement. All right.
1: Sorry. <laughs> uh, here you go. Have the Grizzlies host. Oh, gosh. All right. You win. <laughs> Wade O'Brien, Creed 2 got so cheesy. I was seriously expecting Carl Weathers' Force Ghost and it was sad when it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, man. Now I have to
2: watch it. Uh, oh, good question. Horton, here's a new writer. Would it be possible for a wrestler to be a face? But still not like the WWE universe. I don't think Stone Cold ever like
1: He never pandered to the
2: crowd. Not while he was hot. Like no. not until he was like, you know, GM and you know, doing sing alongs with everybody.
1: Yeah. Uh, Aaron, Seth Rollins' shot was real.
2: Uh, Chill Balor. Who else loves Rollins' new theme song?
1: It's real. It's just all burn it down. It's it's too many just, burn there's it There's way
2: too many burn it downs, man.
1: Jason Dwyer, create a stable of superstars from the same country, give it a name and a purpose. A purpose.
2: Stable superstars from the same country. Well, I kind of like. Uh, what's that dude's name? Oh, my God. The Brazilians.
1: In NXT. oh, yeah, Cesar Benoni and Benoni, Adrian Jaoud, yeah, and Tanara, Tanara, Conti. Tanara Conti, yeah,
2: like that. Uh, Benoni, he's got a real, like, sort of like Euro Club guy look to him, yeah, and which is great because he looks like a freaking model. Oh, he's massive. He's so, huge. if they roll with something like that, mm-hmm. like fun time party guy, yeah, but like a Brazilian lifestyle, yeah, which I don't know what it'd be, but it seems like it'd be cool. Like I, there is that, uh, that video from like the 80s of Arnold in Brazil mm-hmm. and it's like one of the best things ever because it's super. What's the big party they have in Brazil? What's it called? Oh, it's uh, 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 Carnival. Carnival. I'm pretty sure it was Arnold in Carnival. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. And it's like it's him and his lecherous best. Oh, man. It's... It's so bad, but it's so entertaining. Oh, look at all these beautiful women here. And it's like him like dancing and he can't really dance very good. No. Look at all the women. (laughs) (laughs) So if you take like the carnival thing and and apply it to Jaud and Bononi and Tenera. Okay. How about this? Great. about Walter, Marcel Bartel, and Alexander Wolf. Oh, I like that. But what's their thing? How about they're like know. Sprockets? Okay, there we go. But the episode of Sprockets after the wall came down and all the Eastern Germans, all the, yeah, all the Eastern Germans. Yeah, uh, yeah, They all were exposed to like Western, Western culture and, and stuff. When, yeah. when Sprockets, dude. Sprockets. Sprockets. Dieter from Sprockets. Yeah, Dieter from Sprockets. No, I remember that I think it was a Woody Harrelson episode where he had been like a super is a story, hardline is a story in the book too. <laughs> What's that? Is this SNL story in the book too? No, I just remember it because right. I have like a crazy memory for *Siren Live*. Nothing else but *Siren Live*. Woody Harrelson played a character who had been like this super hardline uh Eastern Berliner guy, and he experienced a little taste of the West, and he comes back to Sprockets, and he's all about like McDonald's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see here. This is great. Uh, Rick and Mars Begley, new patrons, and they're the cre- or maybe him, they whatever. New cre- the creator of Starman, Angel, and YSA. Oh wow, three we got a draftees. Lot of, a lot of talent drafted. Yeah. Uh, my question is, if Oscar wins the belt at TLC, will this be the beginning of a disappointing transitional reign, or with the news of Vince finally discovering her popularity, will it be a proper dominant reign? If she wins a TLC, hopefully the latter. I think here's the thing: they've never, they've never given her, besides Charlotte, they've never given her a clean loss. Mm-hmm. They never have.
1: Have they? Not really. Well, Nia Pinder relatively clean at Survivor Series in the tag match.
2: Yeah, but okay, singles matches then.
1: Uh, there was, a, <clears throat> uh, Josh Little with Seth Promo uh, uh, at the pipe bomb level. Not quite.
2: No. You can tell, still
1: tell it was scripted. He did a great job, but didn't really go to the, the length that CM Punk did in, in his pipe bomb. Okay, so here's... On a the, personal level. Here's the
2: next question, though.
1: Now, Seth I came out here and said, Baron... You suck. Ross sucks, partially because of you, but for that old man backstage. There you go. I was going to ask, what would have been the pipe bomb? That would have been the pipe bomb. He comes here at 3.30 and rewrites the entire show. Changes everything. No one here knows what the heck's going on ever. (laughs) And that just empowers you, Baron, to step into that power vacuum. Everybody's worried about call-ups from NXT. Well, we all just want to be called
2: down to NXT where the writing's good.
1: See? That would have been a pipe bomb. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Adam Mayhem again says, I gave you breaking news already in the DM. Breaking news tomorrow, 8 p.m. We'll keep on Time. wanting us to read stuff. Project Beta Zero Hour tournaments and
2: stuff. Is it going to be on WGN? No. It's on Adam Mayhem's Twitch channel. Yes.
1: Put the link in the Adam Mayhem 22, I think. Ah. On Twitch. Okay, good. Uh, Alex Ramirez is. We'll have, host it on our Twitch yes, channel, Yes, have too. Dean tell everyone he lost his smile. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here. Burning Fortress. How would Holiday Harry do in W. Steve W. Ooh.
2: Well, I'm I'm no stranger to murders. I'd have Barry Brotwurst poison everybody first, Barry. Uh, let's see here. Joseph McGinnis agrees. Says is is Heath Slater the new NWO ref? Kind of. I kind of like that too. Yeah. A conflicted NWO ref. Um. Don't call me Lawler on a scale of one to ten. How much did you cringe when Ruby showed up? Showed Natty. She had a surprise for her behind the black drape. I laughed, man. I thought it was funny. It kind of came out of nowhere, that's for sure. It really did. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, I mean, this is an easy one. Nathan says, in your humble opinion, what is the best and worst wrestling entrance music to play while doing that he this is his words the dirty to your significant other i assume he means sex. oh
1: it's gonna like shun michaels right <laughs> that's the best
2: right yeah it's got to be the best that's the best well no i don't know i kind of think that like some combination of velatine dreams or mandy rose is the best yeah,
1: that'd be good too no cause nina ray <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go make sure you time it right yep um the worst might be Seth Rollins burning. There's no rhythm to it. Yeah, like it's yeah. Or Dean yeah. oh, Ambrose because there's rhythm
1: and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Too much start and stop. M e x f x. Steve is really embracing the Cena hairdo. You guys are great. Love the show. Thank you very much.
2: I'm growing this this stuff until I can't, man. Jonathan.
1: Like you know. Other W B detriments should be blamed on Corbin. What are some other Things that WWE doesn't do very well that she blamed on Baron Corbin.
2: I go back there to
1: catering. I want some juicy
2: prime rib, and all I get is some dry roast beef. That's your fault, too,
1: Corbin. There you go. That's good. Uh, they only have hard steel chairs to sit on in catering. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. we want to be comfortable. We put our bodies on the line every night, feel a sick comfortably to eat some juicy prime rib. We have neither <laughs> juicy prime rib nor comfortable chairs. That's on you, Baron. Griffin Cologne, what is Adam Mayhem's gimmick? Genuinely curious. Um, he's a H champion. That's the only gimmick he needs. <laughs> uh, he's the uh, world's what's best his, champion.
2: What's his gimmick? Uh, I don't know. Good guy. <laughs> That's his gimmick. What does he do? He, he, go, he goes out there. He tells a lot of people to be quiet. He's rude to people. He is rude malcontent. To people. His yeah. gimmick is Malcontent yeah, from mal- Puerto content. Rico. Yes. Because he's got the Puerto Rico stuff also. Malcontent. Adam Mayhem. Uh, imposter naked Midian, been a fan since 10 for the win. Which looks worse, HBK with short hair or HBK with no hair? It's n- it's short hair, yeah, no hair. He actually looks kind of
1: cool, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, the, the base hit king, Eric Blaha. Uh, could you guys do an entire week of reviews but in kayfabe? meaning you can't read dirt sheets or have any inside information about storylines or story or storyline changes. You have to watch it all as if it's authentic. It would just be we would just be really confused about yeah. everything. Like if you want like I would just be confused about everything. Cuz wrestling doesn't make any sense if you think it's real. Yeah, no, it doesn't at all. Not at all. I'm sure his suggestion was tongue in cheek. Yes. Um let's see. <laughs> Cerberus says it was really nice of Brian Alvarez and Reddit to write Seth's promo last night. <laughs> Stevie Bradley, which wrestler has the worst Christmas lighting display on in his home? In his home or on his in home? his home? No, on his home. Oh, on his oh on his home. Seth Rollins is like a, just a bunch of fire. It's like one of those projector yeah, things with yeah, yeah, fire yeah, on it.
1: Yeah, or Kane for that matter too. Not anymore, though, man. He's a, he's a he's a public servant now. He can't. Yeah, his is probably all American flag stuff. Yeah, you know, Undertaker just have lightning and a bunch of tombstones. But people are like, why is this? Why do you have your Halloween stuff? Halloween out stuff. Oh, no, this, this is, is for the, the Christmas.
2: Christmas. This is for the
1: most happiest time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Slater right now. He probably didn't have a very good Christmas display. You find not feeling much of the Christmas spirit. Probably not. Kind of probably not. Like man, every penny I make beating a referee, I got to spend the money for these kids. Yeah, dude. Boy, I, I buy some shock that. for that above ground pool.
2: <laughs> man, best thing I ever did was get a house without a pool. I hate that thing.
1: Bray Wyatt probably didn't have a very good display either.
2: Well, no, man. Look at that house of horrors. That was a that was a horrible house. That's something you called Child Protective Services on. That was terrible. It was. Eesh. Anyways, uh, today on the post show, listen to this: what? five dollar and up. Patrons. Oh, Truth Exposed
1: Day! It's Truth Exposed Day. Are we going to watch that video, or are we going to talk about
2: Scientology? Yeah, which one is it? I don't know, man. We might have some t- Scientologist friendos out there. I don't want to. I don't want to be not inclusive to them. Okay. Um, but I do. I think everybody. What happens? Oh, it's tragic and heartbreaking. See, that's it's the like best a click. Snake thing. from Anaconda in that picture. I know. It's awesome. And it's so poorly Photoshopped. Uh, <sighs> what, what was it called? Like Night Stalkers or something? Yeah. There's a video about yeah, Night Stalkers. Interested. So we're going to take a look. And what's like your initial impression? Fake. Without, uh, will you consider having an open mind when we watch? I always it? have an open mind. So keeping that in mind. Fake. Wow. All right. So anyways, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, you guys can check that out. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, that's it for the show. Hilton, can we please, for the love of God, get some music? Yes, please. Aurora Borealis at this time of the night. Anyways, that's it for now. Patrons, stay tuned. About 10 minutes or so, we'll have that up and running. Until next time, talk to Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the
1: description.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home,